Hello and welcome to Between My Uncle and Me. I'm Alex. And I'm Luke. And this is a podcast about conversations I regularly have with my uncle. We talk about history, politics, relationships, you name it, we talk about it. If you listen and like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify and leave us a review. We would also love to hear from you, the listeners. So please email the Between My Uncle and Me podcast at bmuam underscore podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to ask us any questions that you would like. And if there's a particular topic that you would like to hear us discuss, please feel free to do so. Email us and let us know. Uncle Luke, it's always good to see you. It's wonderful to see you. It's, uh, last week has been a little bit busy. It's been a busy week, for sure. Yes, and I can see that uh, you're doing uh, quite a bit of renovations here. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. we're doing... Uh, yesterday, we started demolition on our kitchen. Mm-hmm. And uh long day from 7 to 7, put a solid 12-hour days. Wow. 12-hour day, and um, I am sore, to say the least. I can only imagine. Yeah. Today's yeah. been a little bit busy myself since um, I just came um, from soccer meet with my son, 17-year-old son. Yeah. He's uh, plays pretty well. How'd it go? How, how, Unfortunately, how'd they do? that particular game today did not go that well. Okay, so they lost. There was an eight-point differential. <laughs> but um, he played well. It's just that the team, unfortunately, is uh, really uh, seeking to restructure itself. So I okay. look forward to that. Okay. But, uh, He's in a, he's a very good player. So was it was it eight zero or? Well, luckily, due to my son's push in the game, he yeah. helped score that one goal. But unfortunately, it came out to be nine to one. Okay. Odd, you know, the advantage to the other team. Okay. All so, right, so, but it, so you know, it was a little brutal. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I was still happy with yeah. how Brandon played. I was very satisfied still. Nice. Um, um very satisfied with 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 how he he played. Yeah. Uh, it's always good uh, seeing him play. Yeah, you know, yeah it's a, fun. He's, it's, a, he's a star uh, athlete out there. Yeah, very entertaining. Yeah. And sometimes it's interesting to see how he takes the ball from the middle line and literally runs it to the net to score. It's so, amazing. what? What? Uh, how did this goal look? Set it up. Oh, the great thing is that he came from the middle and he was maneuvering straight to the box and he was fouled and then okay. got a penalty kick. Okay. And then another player, of course, is the one who took the penalty. kick penalty kick and we scored okay so that was great nice so due to him that team got us a goal for that day so i was satisfied nice nice very good yeah um eventful week it's been yeah um uh to say to say the least i you know my, my life hectic during during the week um you know i i'm speaking at a conference next week mm-hmm. uh so you know, preparing for that all week has been uh, a challenge. I, I pulled an all-nighter at, for work. Wow. Uh, something I, I hate doing. This mm-hmm. is not, not the college days anymore, so yeah. I, I, I feel that the next day. It gets tougher. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, so glad that's over. And could, we, can, uh, we can relax a little bit and have uh, have, have, have a conversation here. Good, um, good. One, one major thing that happened uh, that I've been looking forward to uh, that happened uh, this week was the um, Democratic 
The pre- no, the presidential debate. Yes. So, uh, you know, we had uh, Joe Biden and uh, the president, Donald Trump, in on, the ring. On, on the stage. In the, in the in ring. In the ring. <laughs> yeah, that, that, is, that, is, that is an accurate, uh, accurate portrayal of uh, what that was. Yep. That was a... I was a slug match. I, I don't know that I could call it a debate. Yeah, it, exactly. I agree with you. And uh, one of the things that I think the Democratic Party or DNC forgot to mention to Biden is to bring in the red gloves. <laughs> <laughs> they should have told him to bring in the red gloves because um, he came in. He came in thinking he was about to debate on a gentlemanly stage. Yeah. And lo and behold, you know, it was really like a UFC. A, bro, a barroom brawler, as, yeah. I, as I could, that I compared it to. I said he, you know, it's a barroom brawler. The the GOP candidate, Republican candidate, did not come in to discuss, debate any policies no. or <laughs> topics. No, he literally came in, possibly wishing that he was able to slug yeah. the candidate, the Democratic candidate Biden. I mean, it was a little, it was a little unfair to the viewers. Uh, they should have been warned that uh, it was going to be a complete mismatch. Yeah, I I found myself yelling at the screen throughout that debate as if it was some sort of uh, some match. sort of boxing match. Mm-hmm. With my wife telling me to uh, stop it and to relax and calm down uh, but, and calm down, but it, it was it was hard to it was hard to calm down because you know. I've been waiting for this debate so that finally we can get in. We finally we could see both candidates, first of all, on the same stage, talking, debating, and talking about the issues yeah. and letting us know what the plans are going to be. Yeah. And that's not what we got at all. Exactly. You know, I was a lot of part of a lot of my yelling at the TV was due to to frustration at uh, the moderator. Mm-hmm. I had frustrations with. Uh, Joe Biden yep. for uh, for for coming in there and with the coming in there with a game plan to you know play you know c- coming in there to debate like you would yes. can't blame him for that yes. he came in to debate that's right uh, to have to talk about uh, topics but I feel like once he saw that the debate was not going to go that way and that the moderator wasn't effective at controlling the uh the, his opponent yes biden needed to call an audible and change his strategy up and he yep. never did yes and after having viewed biden you know respectfully biden is a traditionalist he's an institutionalist he's a gentleman he just came there literally to debate one of the things that i thought you know he's a he's an experienced politician I would have thought that at some point what I would have liked to have seen him do is to directly speak and address to the moderator, Chris Wallace, and ask him to please take control of the of the debate and yep. um, have some type of control over the Republican candidate to remind him and help him stick and adhere to the rules. Yeah. Um, that at a minimum, I, I think, would have made a huge difference because sure. it would have been calling the moderator to do the job that he is set there to do. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, 
it was it was it was embarrassing for uh, everyone on the stage. I I I think and embarrassing embarrassing for the country, uh, just to have this debate broadcasted on a global scale, and 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 that was the presidential debate for the United, for the United States, States presidency. Yeah, it, it's amazing. And um, after the debate, maybe a day or so, when there would be there were some reviews. Um, you would have, you would one would have to th- be thinking that the Republican campaign actually had planned and directed their candidate to actually act up that way yeah. on stage. That was their master plan. They actually encouraged him and gave him maybe the script that to constantly um, nag and disrupt the debate and to actually never debate anything. And it's yeah. amazing to think that. That was an actual strategy for a major party, um, you know, of the United States. Yeah, it's, it's truly I mean, amazing. It 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 definitely it seemed that way. I, I I think if that if that was the plan, it was well executed, and I think part of it was to uh, throw Joe Biden off. Yes. and 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 I feel like it would throw it could throw anybody off if you if you're planning a debate. That's right, and you're. You're, you know that each party is supposed to have two uninterrupted minutes That's to right. respond to every question. You get somebody in there disrupting you every time you're 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 saying it every something. Every ten seconds, ju- jumping in. That's it's it's easy to get rattled and even forget what you were going to say. <laughs> so yes. I give Biden some credit yes. in being able to complete his responses in some yep. instances, just to be able to get through it, mm-hmm. I thought was impressive with what he was up against. <laughs> it was insanity. Yes, and I'm laughing. What you're explaining that, that brings back to my mind at, at some point where he, Biden has had it for a little bit of the constant yeah. interruptions and nagging. And then he said, can, well, can you just shut up? Shut, shut up, shut up, you know, man. That was just like, you know, with, with him, you know, presidential candidates such as himself, he would have... I know he would have preferred to not go that route, yeah. but he just had to. He, he had there was nothing else. He had nothing left, you know. <laughs> um, it it and the other the other thing too. Uh, I think it's important to to first state that um, you know everyone has their you know the political affiliations. Uh, I'm a registered independent voter. Mm-hmm. Um, I switched over from uh, the Democratic ticket to independent mm-hmm. after the last uh, presidential election out of just pure frustration with the DNC and not wanting to actually be affiliated with a party because I felt that that um, that process mm-hmm. for nominating the uh, Democratic candidate in the last election mm-hmm. was com- unfair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So then after that, I'm like, look, I'm gonna be a registered independent voter. Yeah, and I'll 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 address my vote like that. Yeah. I have. I up. I've been I've been on a seesaw for the last year and a half as to who I was going to vote for this coming election. Yes. I knew that it was not going to be Donald Trump mm-hmm. because I don't agree with anything that's happening in this administration. Mm-hmm. And it certainly was not going to be Joe Biden mm-hmm. because I have like fundamental issues with 
some of the policies that he's been a part of that has affected my community for a long time. Exactly. And um, I've had similar reservations with Biden. And of course, you know, since you have pretty much described your political affiliation, therefore... I feel uh, compelled to do the, to do the same in that, of course, you know, I'm a registered Democrat. My parents were always Democrats and I'm still a registered Democrat. And um, of course, regarding Biden, you know, I had been familiar with Biden's 1994 crime bill for quite a long time since I've lived during the nine, 1990s. I've seen the crack epidemic going on and I've seen the effects of a good number of uh, of black men getting truly affected by those laws. So, of course, that's something that not only do I know about it, you know, I've lived in and seen it. So I always had that reservation about Biden. And, you know, just as you mentioned, I never thought that it was truly amazing. I never thought that at some point, yes, I'd be voting for Biden. And, of course, I'm letting it be known, yes, I will be voting on the Democratic ticket come November 3rd, possibly earlier due to early voting. And um, fortunately right now, I'm a little happy with Biden's vice presidential candidate, um, Kamala Harris. So that removes a little bit of the difficulty for me to eventually vote for Biden. What What, what is it that you had... Yet, yet once said about um, uh, what it would take for you to <laughs> <laughs> to vote for to vote well, for Joe Biden. Right now, I think um, to use the common um, uh, acronym in terms of what people say, you know, after they've made a bet and then it didn't come out that way, they say, you know, they have to eat crow or something. Yeah, yeah. And it seems to me that's definitely what I'm doing because at some point I had said that well. Even if one were doing Russian roulette, you know, w- with a firearm to my temple, I'd probably, I would not vote for Biden. Yeah. And um, right now it's amazing how things have turned around such that, yes, the obvious choice is the Biden-Kamala-Harris ticket because the good thing that I'm a little bit happy about is that even certain Republicans or former Republic or, or Republicans, they now see and understand. They know the sensible thing to do is, of course, to vote Biden, Kamala Harris. So, I'm not advocating for every listener out there. That's what I'm asking or telling you to do. I'm just, of course, you know, um, volunteering my info in terms of uh, my affiliation. And by no means am I uh, yeah. saying that's, you know, yeah, and and. And, and and look for for me, uh, you know, during the um, the, the the Democratic uh, what, what is it the is it the convention the what, what's DNC? the process called for when you know to, to, in order to figure out who the Democratic nominee was right so we had all the candidates the primary and, the, the primaries thank the primary you process. so we had we had the we had the whole primary process and. Um, you know, he to me, Joe Biden wasn't the strongest candidate up there. No, and, he was not. And and for for the longest, like my frustration was that I had no idea he was not telling people what his plans were 
other candidates were coming 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 through and telling us what their what their plans for yes. the future was and i could not articulate you couldn't i couldn't tell you what he's what his platform stood for because all i ever heard was that he was um you know you know that you know him and barack obama did x y and z but so i was very frustrated with 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 that you're right because even at that time joe biden himself did not really know why he was running right right he would often cite that um he's running because of his son because of his son yeah Bo, how much he loves. I always thought that was great. A lot of fathers do love their sons. Yeah, but but that has nothing to do w- w- with 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 me. I mean, exactly. you're, you're you're running for 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 your for your son. I yeah, mean, exactly. Okay. Yeah. How about how about run to make this place better, a better place? Right. Tell me what your tell me tell me that. I want to yeah. hear. I, I want to hear more about that. So, uh, so that was part of the reason why I'm like, look, this guy has no plan. I'm not mm-hmm. voting for a man with no plan mm-hmm. when. All of this chaos is happening. We need somebody with a plan on how they're going to fix some of the things that were done, mm-hmm. and then make 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 things better. And I was just not I was just not getting that from him. So I was I was not I was not voting for him. And, uh, but I am now wholeheartedly. <laughs> no, I, I am now reluctantly. Mm-hmm. Not wholeheartedly. Yes, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm I'm doing so reluctantly, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate that it's reluctantly because mm-hmm. you want to be happy and excited for the person excited that you're voting for. Yeah. But I just feel that the situation in this country is so dire. dire that I would be completely negligent as a citizen to not cast my vote. And I also want to say that for those people who have issues with the electoral process in this country and don't feel that their vote matters and don't want to vote or aren't planning to vote. I I, I understand that. I didn't understand it years ago. I always mm-hmm. thought that was completely reckless and irresponsible, but then when 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 you're when when you're voting and you're you're a citizen and you're it's a two-party option and you don't like either candidate why should I? Why should I always feel that I that I'm voting for the lesser, the you know, quote unquote, the lesser of two evils, yes. or 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 that I have to vote for somebody that I really don't want to vote for just because the other candidate is, you know, clearly upfront represents everything that I'm that I don't believe in. Yes, you yes. know, yeah, that's the, the that's one of the things. Tough. Folks, based on what you just said, that sometimes my wife would be explaining to be, of course, pertaining to Biden as well, says that, you know, says she would often remind me that, yeah, the those who came before us, they've had to, they've had to make harder decisions. So we just have to do that and kind of suck it up and just vote for that particular person, even though you, you're not necessarily excited about them. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> even if they're, quote, the lesser of the two evils, yeah, you just have to do that. Because that's your responsibility for the next generation. Right. That's what she tells me. And, you know, and, and 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 that that resonates a little bit more now at this stage of, of what we may be less than thirty days before the election, or mm-hmm. maybe like 30, 31 days until mm-hmm. the election. That I it resonates with me a little bit more now because of because of how bad things could be. Mm-hmm. We have a president. St- saying right now that he's not willing to um, accept the results. He's already 
um, launched lawsuits in three or four states, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania being one of them, some of wow. the battleground states. The battleground states. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, he has, he's already ish- put the lawsuits uh, forward about the mail-in, uh, the mail-in, mail-in voting, mm-hmm. right? A couple of weeks ago, they were take they were literally stripping mailboxes off the streets of New York and other places. Yes, yes. And in Texas, they they've brought it down to one mail bo- ballot box receiver per county. It's amazing in a in a big place such as Texas. Yeah, per county. So that, that's insane. One, I didn't hear one about drop that. off. One drop off location. One drop off location for the county. For the per county per in county. Texas within count wow. within all the counties in in, in Texas. Yeah. in so, terms of where you could actually drop you know mailing ballots. Right, right. So it's things like things like this that are happening. That makes you, you know, it, it, it erodes your faith in the democratic process. Like I said, he's on TV saying that he's not going to accept the the, the election results unless it's him. Yep. Because if it's not him, then it's complete fraud. That's right. Right? So that is so dangerous to the democracy Extremely. of this country. So I have to vote. Of course, of course. If and that's not. the only reason why Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are getting my vote. Yes, yes, yes. That, that's 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 the only reason. I think there were better candidates, but they haven't been put forth. And this is not the episode that we're going to have the, you know, conversations about more than a one a two party system because mm-hmm. I do think it should be more than two party. We won't get into oh, yeah. that today. Yeah, but definitely, there needs to be substantive changes in the process yeah yeah. because it's it's completely broken it's truly uh i mean regarding um regarding the debate to just go back to it a little bit i afterwards uh once the debate was over i said it's truly amazing how they've brought the standards so low that they actually expect the viewers at home to actually think that's okay and normal and to actually sit and watch that. Um, The equivalent of a ballroom brawler ready to trash the podium of the next one, of the uh, vice presidential candidate, um, you know, of Biden. as a debater, it's like it, it just doesn't match, and for them to actually think that it's okay for us to think that it's okay what we had just witnessed is truly amazing. Yeah, I mean, we've we've had we've had almost four years of trashing constant, norms, constant trashing of norms, yep. just turning everything upside down, upside down, lowering the standards, and, and, lowering the bar. Right. So then, when this happens. It's not, it's just like, oh, yeah, there he goes again. More of the same, more you know? of the same. There, there he goes again. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's like, yeah, you, you're, you're like normalizing this behavior. Normalizing and then everyone it. looking at it is like, yeah, that's right. oh, that's just that's just him. That's just that's how, right. how he is. Yeah. And you would think that like the contrast and seeing like what, to the point where you see the way Biden is conducting himself on that debate stage, that's how... That's how you're supposed. That's how you're supposed that's you're to be. Supposed to that's have, what a yeah. debate is supposed to look like. That's right. 
regardless of whether it's a presidential campaign or your high school debate club, that's, right. that's what a debate that's is right. supposed to look. That's how you're supposed to carry that's yourself. Right. It's been so that 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 the the the, I mean, the office of the presidency has been so debased now that's right. that 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 debate could happen and people are talking about it as if we a debate occurred as if, as a, if debate, a debate actually a, a, occurred a, a, occurred saying that okay yeah you know donald trump had the, the these points and, yeah. and 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 so on and or that he won yeah, the he, debate he won because the debate, he was yeah. he, he he had more he had more energy and so yeah. is, that, is that what we're is that what we're facing yeah everything was it just theater it was just they put him on there on the stage just to convey as if he's the tough guy that's how the tough guy is he's the bully he's the stronger one and that was the whole idea of constantly interrupting Constantly right. interrupting says that he's controlling the time. He's controlling when not only he speaks, but also when the moderator speaks and, and when the and other, when the other candidate, speaks. Uh, candidate yeah. speaks. He's controlling everything. Even the moderator was not able to control and say anything at, at some point. And Biden, you could forget it. He couldn't even put it. He was not allowed to put it a word in edgewise. Yeah, I, I was. I was very. Uh, it, was, it was very frustrating. I mean, even 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 the moderator had issues with right because. I don't. I don't think the moderator equally. Look, I understand that you know with the with with the sitting president, I feel like you do give a little bit more uh, leniency and deference to the sitting president during a debate, right? In in terms of like, okay, giving them a, an opportunity to respond to something if mm-hmm. if, if mm-hmm. the candidate other candidate said something. And it, it does go both ways, but I can under I could see it a little favor to the sitting president always. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. But my issue was he could never Chris Wallace could never get Donald Trump under control. Donald Trump kept interrupting Joe Biden during uh uh his during Biden's responses. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like it was uh, him, him, uh, Chris Wallace telling uh, you know Trump to stop or not, uh, telling him not to interrupt uh, uh, Biden yeah. was happening equally the other way around. Yeah, I didn't think so either. At, at certain points, when 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 Biden would try to interrupt, Chris Wallace would shut him down pretty pretty quickly. And the thing yeah. is, Joe Biden. Just listen to listen to Chris Wallace. He's like he's asking you. He, he's not a madman. He's you're asking him to not interrupt, so then he yeah. doesn't interrupt. That's right. But then, that's right. so I don't know if my issue is with Chris Wallace really or 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 Biden and not understanding that hey, you're going to need to do a little interrupting if you're going yeah. to get your voice heard in this debate because the 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 same rules don't apply. This is not. This is not. I can't, okay. This I is can't. this is not a debate. Yes, yes it's right. a different. It's a, it's not a debate. It's, I don't know what it yeah, is, yeah, but it's not a debate. Yeah, so you right. need to be ready. It's for in that. a different realm and scale, and I can't help but remember it would have been uh, interesting to see Biden come to the podium with two big red boxing gloves. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I mean, that would have been more appropriate. Yeah. And and you know I, I don't think I know the candidates agree on uh, what the format of the debate is going to be. Uh, if I was Biden, I would not agree to another debate unless yeah. there's some sort of mechanism that's going to stop uh, be, the, the moderator. Somebody should be able to yes mute your mic. Absolutely, and in you know since you mentioned into another mechanism that would have stopped both candidates to control them, and 
it's so apropos that un unfortunately COVID did intervene to some degree and um, pertaining to the president having gotten COVID recently. Yeah. I mean, that's something specifically because of that. I don't think Biden should be on a stage debating um, with the president who's just recovering from COVID. That's true. That's a good point. I mean, there needs to be because you know, I would I would think there would need to be a, a negative they would a negative need, result yeah, and and uh, and truly put them in. They would need, each need to be in their respective bubbles, virtual yeah. areas, conduct the debate virtually, and then whomever's not behaving or responding to the rules, their mics would get cut off, and all the audiences everywhere wherever they're at would always be listening or hearing the same exact thing. See, so I, they it yeah. would it would provide more control for the cutting off of the mic because both candidates would be yeah elsewhere I don't, virtually. I don't think you can do it I don't think you can do it virtually without there being uh you need to be able to tell if someone is uh is cheating or not and by having it virtually you don't know what oh. what what the other party uh what the other party setup is on a virtual screen you're just looking at the you're just looking at each person you don't know if they're okay. you know if they're sitting behind the you know if if it right in front of them is a yeah, teleprompter the idea is to just provide whatever information they have or they agree with because presumably in real world you know the president has a whole bunch of people at their beck and call yeah, providing on, them all but, type but of not information on the, but not on the debate stage yes not so, on the debate so, stage so you know i think uh, what what could work better is you know an apparatus that they they, they they get into like a little chamber mm -hmm. okay they get into a little chamber they're on stage uh you know they're you know i got they, to they, you know plexiglass yeah, all plexi, around plexiglass all around because uh the senator the running senator for from south carolina jaime okay he went to debate lindsey graham recently he brought his own little plexiglass <laughs> Yeah. Enclosure on screen <laughs> how did, how on did stage. I, how did I miss that? On stage, he brought his own. How long own, ago was this? Um, possibly yesterday night. Yesterday, okay. yesterday during okay. yesterday evening, he brought his own plexiglass to cordon himself off. Okay, from Lindsey Graham and yeah. the uh, in, in in the in the area. Okay, yeah, I was, was taking amazing. I was taking hammers to walls yesterday, so that's why. Yes, I'm yes. usually on, on on top of it more yeah, than that I, did, I didn't see that but yeah that that needs to something something needs to happen um this was uh it, it, was, it was embarrassing to say the least yeah. you know not you didn't come away and listen but at this at this point in the game i think uh i don't think there are many there i don't think there are many undecided voters no i don't think there are many undecided think, voters no. I, and i don't think i mean if you're undecided I don't know what you're waiting for, but you can't possibly be waiting for these debates to no. hear something that's going to yeah. sway you one way or another. Yeah, I, I don't it, believe it, that. I don't if believe you that. are undecided and you're out there listening, please write in and let us know what it is that you are waiting to hear. Why you're undecided from either I, candidate? From either candidate, I'd yes. love, I'd love to, I'd love to know so that uh, we can have, uh, we can have that that conversation. Yes, uh, and explain, explain, explain what it is. You know, yeah. because I just feel like most people are, are have have made up their minds. Definitely, and if this is any uh, indication as to what the next debates are going to be like. It, to me, it's not even worth. It's not even worth watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, 
we'll see. You know, some changes are being made, and I hope they do, because um, we we you, we cannot have a barroom brawler supposedly debating a gentleman. Or 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 if you do, it, there just needs to be there needs there need to be rules that are adhered to, mm-hmm. and it's obvious that it's obvious that. There is no person who is capable of keeping him in check. So it needs to be, he needs to be held in check by some sort of technical mechanism. mechanism. Definitely. definitely. It has to be a a muting of the mic. Just like, just like the, uh, just like the Oscars and the Emmys. They Mm -hmm. shut your mic off at some point. You give your speech, is your speech too long? Is Uh your acceptance speech too long? (laughs) They start playing the music and then they cut your mic off. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. In order for this to, in order mm-hmm. for this to work, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, you, you you started alluding to it. Well, you didn't the, the, to, you mentioned COVID. you mentioned COVID, yeah. And the, so debate happened on Tuesday. By Thursday, uh, we heard that Thursday evening uh, it was being reported positive. that it was report being reported first though mm-hmm. that that Hope Hicks yes. had had had, exactly. had had gotten COVID. Yeah. And we learned that she was on the. She was traveling with Trump, and she's mm-hmm. one of his closest advisors, and uh, he's she's always around him. So there was concern as to whether or not he would have it. Then maybe like one or two other Republicans uh, that night, mm-hmm. we found out that they had tested positive for COVID, yes. and that we were waiting to see. You know, Donald Trump had been tested, yes, and we were waiting and, to hear. And as you mentioned that at that time, he I did see he was on TV, and he had said, "Yes, he's waiting for his results." And what night? What Thursday, Thursday night? Thursday night. Thursday night. Okay. He was saying he was waiting for his results to find out, and I was a little surprised because I thought, well, the president of the United States what should you- never be made to wait, right. especially for a COVID result. So I started speaking to my wife, who who's a physician. You know, she's uh, taking care. She's taking care of some a number of um, COVID patients. Yeah. You know, help save some. And um, I had asked her, well, what's the latest type of test that is out there? Um, how long does it take? And she was mentioning, well, they, we, they do have the 15-minute test. Is, is that the rapid it's, test? It's, that's the, one of the most rapid ones. That's okay. the most rapid one. And she said, well, because it's so fast, it's not all that reliable. It still has, it could give you a false positive. But I said, okay, that's fine. So once he said he's waiting for the test result, then I said, no. Then I understood that something was amiss. And because... I said, okay, if he's the president of the United States and there are 15-minute tests, without a doubt, they're going to give him multiple tests. Sure. They're going to give him the first test, the second test, and the third, and it might be positive. But had it, had one of them been negative, they would have said, okay, he's actually negative. They would have been confident to say he's negative. But because I believe that at that time they were all positive, so they started saying he's waiting for the results. And lo and behold, by midnight, one o'clock in the morning, he actually had confirmed that he tested positive. Yeah, um, from from when you know I was watching the news that night, you know, ten eleven p.m. We had heard that he had taken the test and was waiting for results. And like you said, hour goes by, two hours go by. How don't you have results yet? Results when, of the test when everyone around you that you meet are required to be tested. You you he pretty much gets tested every day or whatever, however frequent it is that he's interacting with other people, they say that he's constantly being tested. Mm-hmm. How is it that, you know, you don't, you don't know what the results are. So yeah. then, and, and then after that, there's been, it seems like 
every other day, every day. Since then, more and more people, um, mostly Republicans, I believe, who were at certain events were coming up having tested positive for for COVID. Kellyanne Conaway. Yes, and they were seeing that all the Republican uh, officials who were coming becoming positive had attended, of course, the Rose Garden. And at the time, even before it was attended the Rose when, when did they attend? they attended the Rose Garden um, for the confirmation for the presentation of Amy Garrett as okay. the Supreme Court judge. Okay, and even before everyone started to speak about that, um, actually Saturday, by the time his doctor, his personal doctor, was giving a briefing on his health or the president's health. I don't know if it was accidental or not, but he had said, oh, since from the time of the 72-hour diagnosis of the president's health, which since it was on Saturday, it, it did not bring, it did not um, compute to be 72 hours. It was barely 48 hours. So automatically that meant that they had been working and knowing about his health, not Thursday, but Wednesday. You see? Okay. Because the doctor kind of let out that they had been giving, they were doing that diagnosis on him for the last 72 hours. So the last 72 hours that from Saturday to did okay. not go to Thursday. It went back to Wednesday, mm. the prior day. And at that time, I said, like, wow, you know, he's a doctor. He has to provide, I believe, some truths. He cannot just simply yeah. make up his own facts. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's what you would think. Yes. And I only yes. I only say that sarcastically sure. just because of everything that that we're seeing happen. Yeah, you know, exactly. Exactly. And of course, you know, just a side note, whenever my wife sees it, she happens to be a physician herself, she always says that, you know, those guys are giving, are going to give doctors a bad name. Because, you know, you take your Hippocratic oath, everything you say pertaining, you know, medical and your patient's health and everything has to be one hundred percent truthful. Yeah. So, and, sure. I, and I mean, yeah, it, it, that's another thing that's sad, right? It's like when, you know, at a time when you've got this virus that is k- killing off people very quickly, 200,000 deaths, uh, we're at 200,000 deaths in the United States now. You don't, it's like you can't rely on the people who come on TV in their white coats to tell you what the true state of things are. Yes. And I, and I, I say that because... The CDC, for example, has a new person in charge Mm -hmm. and they are intentionally not releasing COVID-19 updates. That's been happening for the last four weeks or more. And so that person that's been installed there is- is, is, Redfield. What's that? Dr. Redfield. Yeah, Mm -hmm. thank you. Uh, He he, he is, he's, he's pretty much like, put a firewall between him and the information that's uh, 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 released on the CDC mm-hmm. website, official communication. Mm-hmm. And how, like, how are you supposed to, it just, it's, to me, it's just like yeah. the, the Postal Service. Yeah. They've eroded a lot of trust. trust. How, how are you supposed to trust anything that comes yes. out of there? The CDC? Of, yeah, 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 unbelievable. And, you know, to go back to the timeline that I, was pointing, yeah, so pointing out to you. It, of course, hours. they said Wednesday. Yeah, that's what the his personal doctor had said. You know, from the last di- since they were last diagnosing him 
over the last 72 hours, which goes back into yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. And at that time, I understood a little bit better. I said, the only reason that it went back as far as Wednesday, they did not want to really go back to Tuesday and, and claim that they've been diagnosing him since prior to Wednesday. Why? Because Tuesday was the, the, was the, was the, the debate. And it's at that time that I understood they literally, the campaign brought the president to the presidential debate hall fully knowing that he was positive. So what day, what day was the, what day was the Rose Garden? Was that Monday? Rose Garden was the prior Saturday to the Tuesday presidential election. Okay. But okay. So we're, we're saying that. But by the, some of the Republicans what, who are coming out as te- testing positive this week had attended the Rose Garden yes. last week. Yes. So I guess you're saying, yes. okay, if it, so if it yes. happened on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, yes. Tuesday was a debate. Okay. Yeah. So, it's so, not, was, so by the time, the, from what they explain is that the president gets a COVID test every day. Yeah. If not multiple times a day. I, I don't have direct knowledge sure. of that, but every day. So, if every day you are being tested, um, and then the doctor had said they were diagnosing you for the past seventy-two hours on Saturday, and of course they're claiming that you know you started feeling the symptoms on Thursday. It doesn't happen that way. If you got it on Thursday, you don't automatically start having symptoms on yeah. that same day. Yeah. It takes a couple of days. So. By the time he was seeing the symptoms on on Thursday, he definitely had been tested and he had come up positive because the big question right now that they are not letting out right now is when was the last time that he had his negative test? It's still a secret. Okay. Otherwise, that that explains everything. If 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 one were to be made aware of when was the last time he had the negative test, it answers so many things. Yeah, especially if you know you're 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 giving the test daily. Yeah, you're giving the test daily. Yeah. So they definitely know the very last time that he got the negative test, and in the following day, it was showing positive, positive, positive. Yeah. And once you do that, it gives you an understanding because the incubation period for the COVID virus is five to seven days. Okay. So five to seven days. One thing I one thing I read, I think on like Friday or. It must have been Friday because I was out of commission yesterday. Was that for the debate? Maybe it was Thursday or Friday. For the debate, they they kind of uh, the term that the I think CNN had to use was um, they were the, the candidates were on the honor system. Yes, so that's exactly what you said. To to be specific, as far um, as they they whomever was coming into the audience in the hall, you were tested. But of course, you know, the president was not tested by the hall, by the independent body, so to speak. Was Biden tested by uh, the hall? Uh, that I don't know. Okay. But um, his campaign did not allow to be tested. Yeah. The Republican campaign. Yeah. Because I believe they knew from before that he was positive. And, 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 that's, just a, and that's just another weird thing to do also, yeah. right? Because if you're tested before every other event, and then all of a sudden... I mean, granted, I guess you know it's the president, and we tested him, and he's fine. I, I guess that must have been the the, the reply. I don't yeah. know, yeah. but yeah, there shouldn't be an honor system for 
for for for this for this for this virus. It and been. then how ironic is it that uh you know what what was the what was the what was the thing that he Trump said during the debate to Biden? He said uh yeah you know uh, every time I I wear he said I wear a, a mask when I when I when I think I need it. Yeah. This one he's talking to Biden. This one wears a mask when he's outside. Yes, there two hundred feet. Yeah, two hundred feet. There could be no one around him, and he's got the, right, biggest, the biggest mask, mask. I've ever like seen. He's mocking it. Yes, right? the biggest mask I've ever seen. And then meanwhile, he either has COVID on the stage yeah. as he's saying it, or he got it. Uh, you know, afterwards. Yeah. I believe when it comes out, it will be truly groundbreaking because yeah. I believe that the campaign knew that. He had positive tests prior to coming in to the hall yeah. of the presidential debate. Yeah, they knew that because if by Thursday, understand if by Thursday you're going to show symptoms, meaning it had to have happened before Tuesday. If it were, if it were Tuesday, it would have been two days ago from right. Thursday. Monday three. Saturday, would be five. The prior Saturday to the Thursday would have been five days. Yeah. And the incubation period is five to seven days. And afterwards, you start feeling symptoms. Yeah. It, it, it's, 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 it's bad. It's all bad. You know, um, one, one thing I, uh, I... Question for you. Yes. How do you contract a hoax? <laughs> Right, COVID has always been it's always been a hoax. Yeah, yeah. how is it that yeah, it's, he has it's, it now? Yeah, how, yeah, how, yeah. How is it a? It's so convenient because at the at the proper time they just make believe they never said that it was yeah. never said. How do, you, how do you contract the hoax? I yeah, saw that I yeah. saw that on Twitter and I yeah. started I started laughing. I yeah, thought it was no, funny. It, it's it's interesting. It, it would be obvious someone could easily say, well, it was being said specifically by you that it's a democratic hoax because it's a certain type of hoax yet when it happens and the reality is hitting and one is experiencing the reality of the virus by having contracted it you don't hear many people reminding that person that i thought you said it was a hoax so i guess meaning everything you were saying about it then we must discard that i guess and either not Think about it or talk about it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And in the, in the beginning too, and I think this is part of just the the state of you know everything politics in this country. You know, when it was first announced that he had it, I didn't, I didn't believe it. I take everything with a grain of salt now until yeah. I can look into things a little further myself because. Um, there are so many documented lies of course. Uh, from this administration of course and uh so many um you know so many regular chaotic um uh you know ground scandalous groundbreaking announcements every day that you know they call it the bombshell story right there's there's almost there's almost a bombshell story every two days so when i hear that when i heard that initially i'm like yeah i don't think he has i don't yeah. think he has covid i think this is a distraction of course and not from, of everything from, from the from the from his debate performance or whatever it is because yes. Yes. he he does this this administration does that yeah. they they throw out red herrings and all the time that's understandable in not of all in lot of all the things that has been developing yeah. in the country you have to look at it with a with a suspicious eye you have to consider all possibilities yeah 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 obviously today 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he has it with all the other people that have that have that have come out to have contracted it now because part of it, part of the reason, my reason for for saying that I didn't think he he had it was because, what's the, how does he how does he lose uh, from having COVID nineteen? What what the one thing that he likes is attention, right? The twenty with the twenty four hour news cycle, what you're you're he's going to be the only thing discussed. For the next several days yeah, until yeah. he's out of quarantine. Yeah, but ironically, that particular case and event occurring to him makes the point for, ironically, for all the argument that he had been putting forward. Specifically, of course, you know, not wearing a mask. It's not real. It doesn't exist. It's a hoax. It's going away. Unfortunately, well, maybe it is fortunate that it's proving all the things that he was saying is making the argument against it. Yeah. You you reminded me of, of a point of, about the debate. Uh, one of the things that was 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 frustrating for me, if, if you if you're listening out there and you and you haven't um, been able to tell already, I was frustrated by the debates. I think that's like the, the fifth time I've said it. But, <laughs> but Yeah, I didn't, I, was, I didn't take it. Too, I didn't think of it too much that way because the debates is nothing but, in in my opinion, just my in opinion, is good political theater. It's sure. theater, and of course, it's political theater yeah. for the entertainment of the media, the new the news media, and TV stations, cable, and all of that. And it's not some everyone knows it's not something that's truly representative of the candidate, him or herself. It's just that. Maybe, in my opinion, people like to view how a particular candidate would respond or react to a particular uh, topic or embarrassing moment. Sure. And, uh, you know, I, what I was going to say was that, you know, he uh, during during the debate, I felt like there were so many opportunities, so many missed opportunities that Biden had to throw things back at Trump's face some of the things that he's been been saying and he totally like missed out on those opportunities yes so you know um you know him him constantly calling the virus uh a hoax or or, or but he was or, or never given the his... chance to talk <laughs> he was never right. given the chance to speak right. Right, but, <laughs> in order for him but, to have gotten the chance to speak he needed to have but he had... fought for his chance to yeah. be able to speak because yeah. trump was the ballroom brawler Trump yeah. came in there with the specific idea that no, I'm not going to allow you to speak, and I'm not going to allow you to put in a word in edgewise. Yeah, when 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 anytime anytime Biden was was coming out with <laughs> with, with with facts that were clearly pointing out his yes his error, he would just start he would just start talking over you. Yeah, and then. Yeah. Uh, and start talking about something that has nothing to do relentlessly, and then with bringing, the bringing in other things. It was just and the, one of the interesting thing is with, with what you pointed out is that Biden wanted to Biden had been wanting to make the point to him in person that about what he said about the veterans that they're losers and suckers. Yeah, and Biden was like, "Well, my son Bo was not a loser," and then he shifted immediately. He said, yeah. "Are you talking about?" The other son, Hunter. Yeah. I don't know, Bo. Well, let's talk. Let's talk. I'm talking about this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, doesn't matter. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um... But, but I mean, he's he's professional. He's been doing that for quite a while in terms of talking, obfuscating the issue, and you know, just veer off topic. But it's amazing how he's gotten through three, four years with 
the public actually believing that, I mean, his supporters, his supporters actually uh, believing that this guy ever said something of substance that was making sense. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know that they necessarily, you know, and then look, I, I don't want to speak for, 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 for supporters. So if there's anyone out there listening, please write us too so yes. we can help under uh, you know help us understand yes because i don't think they are behind him for the substance yeah they're not you know yeah. they're not i don't think that they're behind him for the substance yeah. I, it doesn't because if that were the case they would hold him accountable for the things that he said but they don't they yeah. let everything go so it yeah. tells me that they don't care about what he what he actually says yes yes and you know pointing to they know that he's lying yes you know one of the reasons when they would interview some trump some trump supporters um they were there was a journalist who was explaining to a trump supporter that said well you know trump doesn't like you he doesn't even he wouldn't even allow you into one of his buildings or hotels he doesn't like you okay and then he said, yeah, that's fine. We know. And the Trump supporter said, that's fine. We know he doesn't like us, but he hates you more. <laughs> I was like, wow, such standards. Such standards. There you go. So it's like, they're okay. Some of them are okay knowing that Trump doesn't really like them that much or that way. But you know, the good thing is he hates the liberals much more. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, that's, where, and that's where we're at. <laughs> you know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what happens in November. In November, yeah. But year. democracy is definitely at risk. It's truly amazing. It's not hyperbole or conjecture. It's really something that democracy, as we know it in America, is at risk. Come November, it's yeah. truly amazing, and a lot of things that. The and the Republicans. thing is, you're, you're not being hyperbolic, like you know what I mean. Like that's not a hyperbolic statement. That's not. It's it's not being an alarmist. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's it has become real with the Supreme Court with 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 the candidate that they're looking to add to the Supreme Court, who will be confirmed. Yes, it's just a matter that's of when. Sad part. Mm -hmm. Will be confirmed. Yep. The Senate, the Senate, there's majority Republican. That Senate, that that. That uh, justice will be that candidate will be confirmed and be a Supreme Court justice. We know where she stands on, on, you know she's she's conservative. It's going to be a conservative leaning uh, Supreme Court, and that's going to have serious yeah, ramifications. ramifications for this country on so many different yep. major issues, voting. Mm -hmm. Criminal justice reform, yeah. race relations, policing—you name it—it's going to it's going to go to the supreme. Even the election, even. Yep. The Donald Trump has said we need to get this person confirmed before the election, Absolutely, before because the election. we're going to need. Yes. I'm, like I'm, yeah, I'm, literally, that. I'm literally quoting yes, him, yes, right? Yes. Because we're going to need. Yep. A conservative judge. We're gonna need this person on the court. We're gonna need mm -hmm. nine justices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's his way of explaining to them that um, do what whatever you do, continue to support me, because 
without that Supreme Justice then literally telling all the other Republicans who are running for Senate or whatever, or whatever else that you're not going to win without that. And you got to support me to do whatever is necessary to give him his, uh, you know, his blank check. As, what do you, what as do you, been what do you mean by that? It's like a, he's speaking cold word to the Republicans, meaning that don't go, don't get all, don't bring out your morals in terms of um, whatever that I'm doing right now as it pertains to the election. But what does that have to do with the Supreme Court? I'm trying to see how you're making, what connection you're making. Making the connection that it's like telling them, do whatever you need to do, even as, as, you, as you see that I'm about to also affect and possibly take or steal the election, just move ahead with nominating that Supreme Court just, justice. Okay. Meaning that continue to support me with the with whatever that I'm doing with the election as well. Even though as he's saying you're gonna need that, you're gonna need the Supreme Court justice to literally um determine who wins at the election. So meaning as I'm also taking care, doing whatever that I need to do with the election, you have to continue to support me by not speaking against me and staying silent. Okay. Yeah, I really believe that. Is that code word to them is that that's how you're going to get that Supreme Court justice, right? So as I'm doing all this with the postal office ballots and disenfranchising a certain amount of ballots, continue to support me. Don't go against that. Because you know there's no other way for you to win. Because you're slated to lose. The Republicans are slated to lose the election. You're not seeing what I'm saying. No, I, I get. I understand what you're saying now. I understand what you're saying now. You're, you know, you're saying that okay. Um, they need to confirm this conservative justice. This, this, By all means, no matter what, full speed ahead. Okay. Do not get distracted. Right. Continue to support whatever that I'm doing. Also, with the suppression pertaining sure, to right, the election. Right. right. So. Yeah, even like yeah, don't don't come out and talk about how you know the, the ballot thing, yes. what I'm doing with the ballot yes. is wrong, so on yes. and so forth, because this is a win for everyone. Is, yeah, this is all part of the effort to win because you you have to have multiple aspects of things in order to materialize that win. You know, you're going to materialize that win with the Supreme Justice, yes, but in the process, you also need to not critique whatever he's trying to do with the election as well. Because what happens if they start critiquing what he's doing with the election? If they start critiquing... Because they could still critique him and still... They could still critique him and still vote this person in. I don't... You know what I mean? I'm trying to understand how them... How do they, how do they lose by critiquing him? How do they lose by critiquing Trump? Right. Because you might actually... Because they're still in the Senate. Or, or, you, or are you saying that... Are you saying that because after the election, let's say that they do this confirmation after the election, they're trying to get it in beforehand. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they're trying to get it in before, but it's not guaranteed that they're going to get it before. Right, especially with, yeah, you know, yeah, with everything that's going on. Whatever. So so you're saying if it's afterwards and then like... If it's afterwards, things could, things could change. You know, if it's after the election, things could change. You know? Okay. Things could change if it's after the election. Because if, if you win by a huge landslide and... 
So another Republican starts getting the, you know, the cold feet about it. It could change. That's one of the reasons why they're pushing to do it before the elections. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, this is this is this is so this is this is major, and um, and it's going to be interesting to see by how many millions of votes that the Democrats win the popular votes, and um, hopefully, you know, that could translate, of course, into the electoral votes in the swing states. But again, the numbers is that the numbers are such that if the Democrats were to win the popular vote by a margin of 4.5 million to 7 million votes, 4.5 million votes pretty much give the Democrats about 75% chance of winning the presidency. Mm. 7 million makes it a pretty much a shoo-in if they win by 7 million votes, which of course is a ton of votes. It's a lot of votes. But if the Democrats, hold on, if the Democrats were to only win by 1.5 million popular votes, then... Uh, I mean, if the Democrats were, yeah, if they had actually just 1.5 million more votes, then we would not, they would not be winning the presidency. Where are you, where are you getting these numbers from? Uh, from an uh, article in the New York Times, um, the exact title offhand, I cannot remember, but it's factual data from the New York Times article that I, I wish I, I yeah. Yeah, but who, so, but who's, you just said, you just said if, 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 if. If the Democrats were to have one point five million votes by one point five million votes, it would not be enough based on how the gerrymandering of the counties in the states are set up. Yes. Amazingly amazingly enough, we would still lose the electoral college. We would still lose the electoral votes. Yeah. But four point five million and up pretty much gives us the seventy five percent chance and up to win the presidency. Yeah. So so if if that's not representative of a, a, a an election uh, system that is completely broken, I think that would be that that sums it up perfectly. Yeah, it's a perfect example that of someone that. Someone could get four point five million more votes and 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 not be a shoe in for a guarantee to win. No, right. For for you you could win four point five million more votes and then and then they the, the whatever the I'm gonna look to see what if I can find that article mm -hmm. for you to say that that person now would have a seventy five percent chance of winning if they That's won right. four point five million more votes. Yep. That's insane. Yep, yep. I might have sent you that article too by chance. I might have maybe a, I don't but know. We'll see. We'll double check that. So, so but, uh, yeah, definitely seven million votes is like a shoe in for the presidency. Yeah. But that's a lot of votes. Just as yeah. you were comparing that, yeah, Hillary had one by had one by two point nine million votes and still lost the electoral college. And two point nine to win by two point nine million votes, that's a good amount of that's votes. So many that's votes. A if you, if, amount if of you votes. actually just stop to think about how many yeah, votes that is. That's a is, lot of votes. Two point eight, two point nine million votes. Yeah, that's a lot of votes. Is a ton of votes. A ton votes. of votes. A ton and, of votes if you stop and, to and, think and, about and, it. And you know, when I think about it, it it started back with um you know, uh, Gore Gore Bush, yeah. when when Gore won by won the popular vote by f f over five hundred thousand votes, mm -hmm. and then you know the the last state was Florida, and that whole thing went to the court system, and then the Supreme Court ended up, you know, ruling in favor of of, of Bush and giving him the, the 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 presidency. I think that for me is the time when I started to say, what is yeah. going on here? Yeah, you win you win by five hundred thousand votes, and then you still lose the you election. Still lose, that's right. So then the next time. 
you win, you know, Hillary Clinton won by 2.8 million votes and still lost the election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then how many votes do you need to win by to win the election? And apparently you have the number and that's 4.5 to 7 million votes. Yes. So if you don't, I mean, what the hell are we doing here? (laughs) Right? Like if, if. That's how. That's why people. That's that's why. That's why some people don't vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in what, this what, case, what is that? I mean, sure. Yeah, but yeah. like, what is that? Yeah, it's not a repre- It's not. It's definitely not called representative democracy. It's called uh, representation via the electoral college. This thing should be apples to apples, one to one. Yep. You you vote whoever gets if you get two more votes than I do. You win. You win. Yeah. This whole electoral college, and then look, I know that, especially in this country, people we don't like we don't like change here. We don't like mm-hmm. we don't like changes to the. It's like the Constitution allows you to make amendments, but no one likes to make amendments. Mm-hmm. I don't know when the last. I don't remember when the last amendment to the Constitution was, but it's like, oh well, the electoral college. That's how it's been. Yeah, so let's far, just keep yeah, it that way. Yeah. It's not working. It's not good, and I don't. I don't think the good. design. I mean, who knows what the design was? Maybe it was. The, maybe that was the design where it's like that, okay, that the was popular ex- vote. Yeah, that was doesn't really matter. You're not going to let the population decide who's going to vote. Specifically, the design. It was with that on that premise um, by the you know the guys Madison and Jefferson and stuff like that. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't think that the masses were should be entrusted with such a momentous task, such as electing the president. Of the United States directly, yeah. Now we have we have we have this system now. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. I, I hope I hope there's a plan to take a serious look at that because it needs to just be a regular voting system. Yeah. Because how do you call it? You you can't call it a democracy if the people vote for somebody and that yeah. person is not the person who wins. You can't have another yeah. system in place. That can override that. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's definitely not a direct democracy in that sense. Not direct, but of course, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, nothing, nothing. Yeah, nothing, nothing's perfect, but um, it's it's we're 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 just a few weeks away of 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 seeing what is going to to happen um yeah, yeah. in 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 this in this place. Bless you. Thank um, you. Uh, and. And 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 we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, I hope I do. Uh, it's like I, the, I I do hope that if you are on the fence about voting, that you do vote for the sole reason that this is probably the most important election and i know people hear that all the time so it's mm-hmm. like it it, it, yeah. it maybe lose it loses its its uh um its effect its effect but this is really the most important election of our time absolutely because I would, this is i would where, agree with you especially this, when this is what's democracy is on the line right <laughs> yeah this is going to determine whether we continue to be a de- democratic nation or yep. we're not yep. yep this is like it's it's going to be determined on that day on and that then day. you're going to be able to look back for years in the future you're going to be able to look back for years and identify exactly when it ended yep and one of the things um on a positive note i am very optimistic that the democrats 
are going to turn out in droves. I think there's going to be tsunami of Democratic votes. I really, obviously, we're going to, they're going to have much, many millions more votes than the Republican Party as popular votes, and it's supposed to translate into electoral um, college votes in the swing states. And I, we cannot yet know the surprises and the type of underhanded suppression or cheating that the opposing Republican side has for us. But I, as far as the Democrats turning out, I really believe uh, it's going to be a major and huge turnout. I, I hope so I'm confident that... I hope, uh, I hope you're, you're confident yeah. what? What are you... I'm, confi- I'm confident that um, the votes of Democratic votes for Biden, Kamala Harris ticket... Is going to be enough will, for them to win? Yes, will prevail. Yes, will win. Will cause the, the will prevail over all of the other um, types of um, voter suppression, um, ballot um, removals and ballot canceling that is going to take place from the other side because there's going to be so much. I'm confident of that. Yeah, I am. I hope you're right. I hope I'm 100% correct. I am not as confident as you are. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is all I can do is vote myself. Mm -hmm. Encourage other people to vote. Absolutely. Contact my friends in the swing states that they live in. Absolutely. To 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 call and you yeah. know, I, I will be doing something. Yeah, I'll be uh, voting myself election. and I'm so enthusiastic this year, of course. I'll be trying to do some early voting to get my vote out of the way as yeah. early as possible. I I hope you're right because I don't I don't see it. I don't I don't really see it. I hope you're correct. I got After you. the last election, I don't I don't know uh I I think he's going to win again. I was surprised right. by the by the by the exit polls yeah. last last mm-hmm. time of of seeing who was voting for mm-hmm. for for what candidate mm-hmm. and I I just really think well the, the that, good thing is um I don't think um the Trump can win again. I don't think he's going to win again. Um because one of the things that I'm happy to know, of course, about America, the United States of America, is that there has been so many times where, with I, I mean, I'm only 52 years old, but I'm interested in history, so I will read a lot of history. Yeah, good. So, but I'm only 52. Yeah. And uh, every time, whenever we'd be on the brink, I was always happy. I'm always happy to to know that, yeah the slight majority always came through at the last hour. (laughs) You know, at the last minute, you know, while we're on the brink, because sometimes it would be hard to to imagine what would have happened had the, uh, you know, had the side who who was wrong um, to have prevailed. And, I believe we will. This is a similar time, just as everyone says, you know, as you had mentioned, this is the biggest election, one of the most important elections that we're going to experience in our lifetime. You know, President Obama had also said that, among with numerous other people. And I really believe that because of that, yes, the good people of the country are going to come out and make the right vote for the sake of the country and also the sake of their of their kids in the future. And as for myself, of course, you know, I have two boys, um, you know, one uh, of college age and the other one in high school. And, uh, you know, my wife, you know, their mother often, you know, again, when I had, when I was not too happy about voting for Biden, she would say, yeah, you will do what you need to do. You know, people prior before you have done 
much more difficult things. They've held their noses, they've held their breath, and they've done and they've voted for whomever they had to vote to secure a better future for themselves and the next generation. And she's like, yeah, and you're not going to be any different. You're not supposed to be any different, uh, whether you like it or not. And I've, I've been, I had been having a hard time about that. And that does it for today's episode of Between My Uncle and Me. Again, I'm Alex. And I'm Luke. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. And please don't forget to leave us a review. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday and send us emails at B-M-U-A-M underscore podcast at gmail.com. Take care of yourselves. Until next time. Bye-bye.